Hey guys, if you're looking for some beer, maybe some adult beverages to get you through the weekend, hit up Davidson's. Davidson's has two locations in Centennial and Highlands Ranch. These guys are locally owned and have a massive selection. I mean, when you walk into Davidson's, it's aisle after aisle of pretty much whatever you could want to pick up. Their sales floor is back up and running, so you can take advantage of delivery options or you can hit up their curbside pickup as well download their app today for incredible deals and sign up for their loyalty program as well you can get brex delicious 15 can sampler delivered to your door with davidson's again download their app today they've got incredible deals daily and you can also sign up for their loyalty program there as well this giant called colorado it has mountains three miles high and men who walk 10 feet tall in pride and honor it has preserved the yesterdays with the crisp freshness of tomorrows, and the days before the yesterdays are even more sacred to the people of this lovely state. Timbuktu, that's in Africa, but it's here at the great sand dunes if you imagine it to be. Here where the trees are green, the skies are blue, the streams are swift. They're all here awaiting you when you answer the call of Colorado. Get it. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA Live Show, the Casual Friday Edition, presented by Illegal Beats. What's up, Serbia? Gets worse every time. What's up, Serbia? Um, Serbia in the house. These Friday shows, they can finally tune in. I've been wondering where they've been. I'm joined by, <laughs> as always, by my esteemed colleagues to my top right. You know him as D Line Co. It's Eric. So, Steve, did you guys hear I participated in the air horn today? It's yeah. casual Friday, yeah. baby. Yeah. 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 Put your hair down. Put your, those beautiful locks <laughs> up. Uh, to the bottom right, it's Brennan Boat. What's cracking, fellas? I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to have some fun. Me too. Aww. Me too. Me too. I'm in the mood for some fun. Uh, down there at the left, not showing off his hair, but the beard's looking very nice and tight. Mm, thank nice you. Hair. Thank you. Thank you. We've got um, – maybe I'll let the hair fly today. Oh. Wow. Because we've got – Three days remaining without the hair. Today, tomorrow, Sunday. Monday, oh, it's cutting off. Oh, you're, wow. going, you're going to the barber, huh? Monday. It's high going and, down. Going, going high and tight again. Unbelievable. I think so, I'm just going keep, to keep mine going. I was going to say, I wonder how many people this is like a chance for them to really check out what they look like with a different hairdo. That's you know, a, a lot. When was the last time you changed your hair, Brendan, like your hairstyle? I actually kind of change it all the time because I'll get it cut short and then I'll just let it grow for months and months and months until the people around me can't take it anymore. Yeah. And I'll just kind of get a different haircut. Yeah, it is a hazard. I haven't changed my hair in forever. I guess it's going with the same haircut since eighth grade. (laughs) This would be the time to do it because don't you feel like if you change up your hairstyle during a nugget season, people would just rip you for it every single day? Absolutely. It's like... (laughs) Like my my mustache. Your mustache that one day you tried. To- <laughs> well, I was gonna keep it going, and then it was my first time meeting Seth Part now, and I was like, I can't have this stupid. <laughs> Today's episode of the show is gonna be a wild one. There's some topics to talk about. We've been getting back and back to basketball, and it feels good to be back into basketball. So and we have wild basketball topics. I know it might be pointless that we're back into basketball, but we have dove in, and it's felt good. Um, we're gonna talk about the NBA's opened up training facilities. We're going to play some games later on, um, and then later on, hopefully, somebody's going to try to challenge the steps. If you want to join the show, I'm going to put the link. Actually, can you do this vote? Can you put the link into the Discord? Hey, uh, yeah, sure. If you're a DNVR member, you're in the lounge, and um, you know 
come and join us because we'll take guests on. You can do segments with us. You can talk about these topics. But I want to start at the the news of the day, which is that there's the practice facilities are starting to open. It was supposed to be the Nuggets were opening today. I think the Cavs, Nuggets. Do you remember who the other? There was a third team that was that was opening up early. I can't remember who it was. Cavs, Nuggets. Nah, I can't remember. Atlanta. I don't think it was Atlanta. Three teams. Maybe it was Atlanta. Probably Three not the Knicks. Probably not the next team. <laughs> they will be probably the last team to open up. Um, somebody's telling me Portland. Maybe that was it. Um, but Yeah, I think it might have been Portland. So three teams opening up their facilities, although Denver has now pushed it to Monday, I think, because people weren't interested. But here's what's weird. There was the article about um, how this is going down or, or, or what sort of the protocols are makes me think it's kind of pointless. Let me, um, mm. you know, let me give you the list of things that have to happen here. I had them pulled up my computer. Okay. Um... No, nope, that's not the thing I had. Okay, players will have to show up dressed for their workouts. They won't be allowed to go into the locker rooms and, and like to change. So you got to show up like middle school where you're already in your uniforms <laughs> or whatever. Um, not allowed to shower or do the whirlpools or any of that kind of thing. Each player will have their own basketball that they'll use for the duration of the work. Yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> you can probably just stop. stop. Only six player development coaches will be allowed in, not the head coach, the player development coaches. And they'll have to stay 12 feet apart and wear masks and gloves. And then there'll be temperature checks for everyone as well as additional cardiac screenings when appropriate. So it's a lot of stuff going on for what sounds like a really, really not great workout. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask the obvious question. Is this pointless that the, that the NBA is doing this? Only some teams can do it and this is what you get? Um, it's not pointless because they need to make this option available for guys who are in Denver, who don't have access to a private gym, like Vlatko Chanchar, who, who, who Michael Malone talked about on that media call the other week. You know, he's alone in Denver has been here for what, six months since he came over from Slovenia, like just doesn't have a lot of options. So he has to, you know, have that availability, um, but it, it is a little pointless, and this is what I wrote about the other day. Like, guys are spread throughout the country right now. Guys are using private gyms where they don't have to go through all yes. these protocols. The exactly. NBA, it's impossible for them to police this with all their players throughout the entire country. So that's why I just don't think, like, many players are going to utilize this. They have to jump through just too many hoops, you know, travel back to Denver, go through all these protocols. Instead, they can just stay in some place like Arizona and play pickup like they've been doing normally. It just seems like a lot easier. It's not the safest approach, but, I mean, it's what guys are doing and what I think they'll continue to do. It yeah. sounds like this is why the Nuggets pushed it back to Monday was because it was like, okay, this kind of got dropped suddenly. Nobody seems to want to come in. So let's just, all right, we'll give everybody three more days to decide if they want to use this. I mean, don't you think this is, it's largely symbolic in a way, right? It's just showing that, like, oh, yeah. We're, like things are starting to move, like giving people hope that we'll get through this. Um, and, obviously, like the, you know, I mean, it's hard enough to work out, generally speaking, if you put like 18 different ways that they're hoops that they have to jump through just to do it. Like, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, we're talking about it. It's like, oh, yeah, wow, the NBA may come back again, although it's based on nothing, which is just yeah. like throwing everybody above. They also have that pressure now to do something because the NFL and the MLB, who were in different points in their season, right, can start making decisions about how to start a season, which is a completely different conversation. You have Silver's taking some heat from some people. You have other commissioners making moves to get things going again. Silver's job is a little more complicated. Something like this, it's a small gesture. It's symbolic. It's a, hey, we're trying. The gears are turning. But I'm with you, Adam, and I think Harrison nailed it. Like, 
if I'm a player who hypothetically was violating this protocol and these guidelines anyway to get my workouts in, I'm just going to keep doing that in a place where no one can yeah. tell me. I mean, I mean, this might be symbolic on the surface, guys, but I don't think this is necessarily like the NBA taking a step to get closer to coming back. If you guys remember, this was something the NBA did in response to Georgia easing its stay-at-home right. orders. Right. And the reporting was that teams were getting calls from their players saying, hey, should I fly down to Georgia so I can at least shoot on a hoop? Once their gyms open up, because I can't do that where I am right now. That's why this move was made by the league um, to inquire if they could open practice facilities to keep players like in-house and keep a uh, flock of players from going to Georgia. So, I mean, Mm. I don't it might be symbolic on the surface, but I don't think this is like a step that means they're closer to coming back. Right. Yeah. And it also if you're a player and they're like, look, it's safe. You can go into the facility, but just um. You know, stay 12 right. feet apart from everybody, come fully dressed, don't touch anything other than the one basketball, and right. your coaches are going to be fully geared. It's like, you know, when you get the uh, the, the old joke, I think it's the Robin Williams joke, where you, you hop in the uh, uh, x-ray thing, and they're like, don't worry, it's perfectly safe, here's a little metal thing to put over your, your groin. Uh, right. I'm going to go behind the concrete wall, <laughs> but don't worry, you're perfectly safe out there. It's kind of like, it, it kind of reminds me of that, so... I imagine there's going to be a lot of hesitation from some players to be like, this is a dumb workout. And also it doesn't sound like it's that safe. If these crazy precautions have to be taken. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead. vote. I, I feel like if we're wearing gloves and checking to see if you're 0. 0.01 over 99 degrees, like <laughs> maybe, maybe just don't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and start bringing some people on. Cause we got a lot in the queue today. I like it. The yeah. Friday show people know they're coming on and we're going to start with it. the Hamburglar. He was the first one in the Hamburglar. Oh, everybody's yeah. favorite. Really? All right. Cool. Sticker recipient Hamburglar. Yeah. Owner of sticker. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at his man. Oh, look at his shirt man. too. Yes. Look at his shirt. He took that knows what show he's on. He's DNVRing so hard. Oh my god! <laughs> so hard. My goodness. Yeah. I feel like a little outclassed. <laughs> a lot going on, guys. I gotta, yeah. I gotta do something. You know. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Hamburglar? Do you want us to on. call you Hamburglar? <laughs> Is that just the pre- preferred name? <laughs> that works. I like okay. it, man. Um, all right. 100%. So, um, what, do, what do you think about this uh, training facilities opening up? <laughs> He's like, hold on, let me get, let me get one more, one more strawberry like, spy down like before people, I do this. He's like, people got to be safe. This clock just hit 12, 12. So yeah, this is the take fuel, okay? Yeah. This is where the takes come from right here. All right, so. Oh, look, Lindsay says, so what do you think? Is this, I mean, I think like three days ago, four days ago when this first came out, I was like, all right, maybe some positive momentum. But then as the details come out, I'm like, this seems like just such a total show. No, it's a. I think it's an absolute uh, disgrace, and I think the, the funny part was like like what uh, Harrison was saying about like, oh, we're just gonna go fly to Atlanta so we can work out. It's like okay, well, I don't know. Like 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 Harrison said, they're gonna do what they're gonna do anyway, and I think a lot of it's just symbolic. And people are just getting tired. They when we said, hey, this is quarantine time, we have to wait, and, you know, social distance to, to kind of wait everything out. I don't think everyone realized it was gonna be quite this long, and people are getting a little impatient and starting to flex the rules you a little think bit. So, like, Oh yeah, like my girlfriend's like, oh, I want to go home. Like, should we fly? And I'm like, no, definitely not. Oh man, it's you're like, we, you're it's like, we just, can't go. Home. Yeah. We have to go. We have to go uh, be part of this protest in front of the. Uh, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got different, we got stuff going on. All right, come on. But, there is. It is true though, man. There are like a lot of. Um, it does seem like a lot of people are starting to just relax. They're you know mentally and everything in it. I don't know. It's such a weird time. It's such it's such an absolutely bizarre time. Another thing that happened in this story is that Luca flew home. 
And this was, I was told, and I think oh. everybody was under the assumption this wasn't supposed to happen. Every player has to stay within the U.S., unless, I guess, you're in Toronto. You could be in Toronto. Did the hamburger but... just fly home? Yeah, I think he did. Well, that was here. Thanks so much, hamburger. That was, uh, oh, oh, look what we have here. Okay. Dog puns. <laughs> just a dog, dog Friday fly. on the show. <laughs> okay. Is it Grimace? Is this, isn't that the other yeah. uh, character from the uh, McDonald's world? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I should have totally done that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Failed with regret. No, but Luca flew home. He got a private jet and flew to Slovenia. Which, first of all, I know he has money, but a private jet to Slovenia—that sounds expensive. He's only on a rookie deal, guys. <laughs> He's only on a rookie deal. Uh, but I mean, I guess this just goes back to what I was saying. And the NBA just can't keep tabs on all their players. Like, I, I guess they can say you're not allowed to travel internationally. Wait, but I mean, you? <laughs> if you if you hit up a private jet and you pay it yourself and the team doesn't help you out i mean why can't you like, well, they can't yeah they can't not let you go yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna, i mean they, they would strongly discourage you from doing that but i don't think they were going to send the authorities shout out luca who just a couple years into his career looked around and thought yeah i don't have to follow those rules <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good i think yeah, yeah. is definitely looking at this a real, a real maverick he might say what, what the heck man oh, i know wow. yoke is, yoke's furious right now he's like that was an option uh, we were joking that he was Googling if you can catch uh, coronavirus from a horse. It's <laughs> like, his level of concern. Uh, I, think, I think it's a strong uh, suggestion that you think Joke is actually like aware of the news and is like paying attention to any of this. I don't think that's happening at all. Well, he's definitely like noticed that he's not. He hasn't left his apartment. He's probably happy about it. But I don't know. I think not a lot of follow-up questions. Like, facilities are like, closed. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's on his like third Pokemon playthrough and is just doing his thing, man. You know. Definitely think Nuggets PR is like. Do you have any questions for us? Like, no, no. Are you, are you stay sure, home? You're sure you don't need, have any questions? Like, All right. Um, hamburger. We got a long queue, so before we let you go, do you have any um. Any like nugget specific questions before you finish off all the shop here? Yeah, your I was gonna, <laughs> that's impressive. Um, yeah. Did you drink this whole it's beer early. with like? It's twelve fifteen. It's impressive. Uh, it's your Friday. I'm with it's my girlfriend's Friday. birthday. I gotta cook. I gotta do a bunch of stuff today, so I gotta get best ready. Be tr- best be hammered for that. Yeah, yeah I don't want to be sober. For she that. likes me. I think yeah. she likes me more that way. I support yeah. everything you've done on this podcast. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Great appearance. Yeah, nuggets wise, not really. I just the more we are without it, I think I've just gotten more. I don't know, less uh, less of a believer. Talking about that too. Talking about the uh, the whole Jamal Murray thing. I just. And his ceiling and just where the team is. I just, I don't know. I think I'm getting more pessimistic about it without basketball being here. Me too, man. We need those playoffs. Yeah. We need to see Jokic be the sixth best guy in the world. For I, I, I'm games. telling I you guys, if this season would have ended on January 24th, we'd have been like, man, yeah. Nuggets were winning a championship. Because yeah, that was figure out. Here comes MJ. Murray was out. It's like, imagine what happens once Murray comes back. Like, I think it was just the fact that the Nuggets season ended on arguably the lowest point. Maybe the like True. December 4th when Jokic was like still in his funk maybe that was a lower point but it ended at the point where we're all just kind of like i don't know so yeah, it's I, I i think there's better but hamburglar thanks yeah, so this much helps, man. Though. you guys help a lot so I really hey thanks for hanging out brother boys. Always Have a pleasure. Good
Adios, amigo. Um, Harrison, why don't you take us into a break? We're gonna bring. We have a bunch of people on, so we're gonna go rapid fire with but, some of our guests. But, but make this break. Make it sexy. Make this actually sexy. That's why I put the sexy music on. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for giving me uh, as much of a heads up on that break as you did. So yeah, that was, that was are you ready? Awesome. Are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, the club. Can I tell you something, Harrison? Always be ready, man. What's up? Always be ready. What's up? Always be closing, Harrison. <laughs> uh, so. Guys, we know that the Breck Brew Farmhouse is open. Uh, we know that liquor stores are still open. I love how he does these reads. We do know that. <laughs> we do know that. We Common know knowledge. We do. Yeah, I, if you're talking it, about this, could be good for the uh, Hamburglar if he's looking to get through the weekend uh, not sober. But if you guys are looking to pick up some beers to uh, you know enjoy this weekend, hit up the 15 can sampler from uh, Breck Brewing. I don't know about you guys, but I always that, go that for the sampler. Same. Yeah, sampler right. rules, bro. Um, be mostly because approach. I don't like responsibility or decision making. No responsibility. So it's yeah. Don't you like choices? Don't you like choices in your life? Yeah. Everybody has choices. choices you, get that with the, uh, you can get that with the 15 can sampler. Hey, it's my birthday on Sunday. Um, it is? Do you guys, guys want to do a virtual power hour? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Is that even a question? Definitely right, cool. not streamed. This will not yeah. be a live. No, no, just stream. tomorrow. If we're doing that with Breck Brew, though, though, that might be a tough power hour. It oh needs my to God, be strict really Mile High Cities, or I don't have a chance. Wow. Uh, we, can we, we, the hamburger has to come. He, I think he just performed a power. <laughs> He's halfway day. there. Yeah. That was like a power 10 minutes. It was unbelievable. What a, what a, what a drop in. <laughs> what a drop in. Yeah. Also, guys, if you're not in on WGT, dnvrgolf.com, that's where you can download WGT from. Awesome game. And you can compete against us. Oh. Too bad we're too bad we're gonna beat you though because we're all really good, especially Harris. Adam, dude, Har- yeah, Harrison took the ch- took the crown. Adam beat me by a single solitary stroke. You guys and have I, no idea how much it actually bothers Eric that I beat and I him. and I choked it on a two foot putt. I want I want to kill myself. I didn't know. You, he was why so didn't close you take the gimme? That's an option. We'll talk about it later. No, you don't. <laughs> give me. That's a coward's move. Are you kidding? I actually get huh? when you play it. Bro, if it's, you, it's when you get to a certain level, your gimme like radius goes in and in and in. You know what I mean? What? So like, <laughs> if you're a lower level, you get a you gimme get a from like gimme. five feet. But if you're oh, level twenty and above, you only get gimmies from like three feet. And oh, I like that. Hey, if yeah. you've got a two fit two foot punt to sink it and 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 the, the gimme <laughs> buttons right there you press I, the gimme yo, button i can't yeah, believe this yo, i didn't know i didn't know he was so we were in such close competition i would have uh, i don't want to talk about it <laughs> you'll get another chance next weekend <laughs> wgt though definitely download it check it out um all right let's bring on jared we have jared in the chat next guy up next man up we have a next, next man, man up, up. Oh, jared what's up brother what's up, jared? What's going what's up, hey man brother? are you gonna get rapid fire drunk I know that you're underage. But, you know, this is, I this ran is, uh, out of no uh, a couple days ago. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. What a tragedy. tragedy. Heading into the weekend, nonetheless. Um, well, big, plan, vi- big plans for the weekend, Jared? Uh, not too much. Just you finish up with school. No. Oh, you finish up with school? <laughs> yeah, getting my bachelor's next week. Oh, oh nice. dude, congrats. That's awesome, man. Thank yeah. Hey, congrats, man. Cool. Well, you're of... entering the world at a very exciting I know, it's and a prosperous time. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's great. What's your degree in? Uh, audio engineering. Oh, oh, sweet. Wow. Dude, do you want to do our podcast? <laughs> Hang on. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other news, the topic that's next up on this list for me is the game of zones. Did you guys see it? I of have course, only seen man, the of debut. Course. 
You've only like seen way the first back, ever way episode. Back. Yeah, oh, geez, Milwaukee okay. Bucks one. No, perfectly brought watch. you on for this this part of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I have not seen. I, I don't watch them either. I don't care. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess uh, yeah, right on. There wasn't my only question was going to be like, are you in or out on Game of Thrones? And it sounds like everybody is out. So I'm, what, I'm <laughs> I was totally in, in on Game right. of Thrones. Are you kidding me? <laughs> episode two was. Like might might have been the funniest Game of Zones episode in in quite a while. It was this hilarious. one this came out. You're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah media yeah, the, Dell. Yeah, Are the, they still following the books or? <laughs> I don't know because I never watched Game of Zones or Game of Thrones. But, um, yeah. All right, coming up is the last dance. We can move on to this one. Um, this episode, they they teased out that it's the punching Steve Kerr episode, which should should be fun. But here's my best little bit of it. The director is shocked, shocked. That MJ approved of this. He says, when you see the, the episode next week, you'll be surprised. Maybe Jordan skipped episode seven, but I can't believe <laughs> he didn't uh, block it. And then he says down here, um, and there's things in there. There's language in there that I'm shocked ESPN let us keep in. And there's behavior in there that I'm shocked Michael let us keep in. You know what that wow. tells me? That Mike has blocked a lot of stuff in the other episodes. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. He's like, it's, he it's about time, him. man. It's about yeah. time we're getting some of this stuff. Because I feel like this is what was teased about, and we haven't really got that much of it. Yeah. So thank God. It's mm. about time. What do you think, Jared? Are we going to see um, the real Michael? Are we going to see some bad things? I don't know. I've heard some interesting stuff about Scotty uh, coming up in this episode as well. So mm-hmm. maybe this is just kind of the let it loose episode finally well we do know that scotty in i believe 94 or 95 i think it was 94 actually yeah that he you know uh phil jackson called a timeout down one Mm -hmm. and he drew up a play for tony kukoc and so you know the story with tony kukoc and how they felt disrespected so for in this big moment michael's not there you know scotty didn't do it so i think that'll be in there and i wonder if it does because scotty has kind of been the hero wouldn't you guys say is scotty the the he's come winner? off the big winner. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. can come out pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So if he has this bad moment where everybody kind of like, I mean, maybe he gets knocked off his perch. But I, I mean, do... there's a chance for Tony Kukoc to come out of this thing as just the real hero. <laughs> I like already to- feel that way. That Teflon last... Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of thought Scotty come off, came off looking like a real jerk in the Kukoc episode. I mean, yeah. I, get, yeah. I get his internal motivation and like as a competitor and where that's coming from. But just all these years later and like, Cutting to Kukoc now, just like, yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Like, yeah, I, you, you I really say, felt like it was a bit much. I have to say, like, Scotty Pippen, I always thought about as just sort of obviously the second banana on a really popular team. He always seems like really quiet and nice. And through this entire series, like, he's like a lot more intense and a lot more like he's like in people's faces. Like he's like dunking on dudes and like, like staring them down. I mean, and you know, if you watch the bulls during that time, maybe this was not a, a, a revelation to you, but for me, I was like, Oh, like, I think it's that he was a nice teammate. Like that, that's the contrast to Jordan. Cause he's a fierce competitor, but I think that Scotty is the guy that's not yelling at his teammates and like, trying yeah, to but, like but, but like Scotty has probably the most conflict with, um, the GM more so than Michael. I mean, oh yeah, well he's the one that got shafted, really. So yeah. yeah. Hmm. My my hypothesis is that Scottie Pippen has just a lot of built up frustration from mm-hmm. not getting the due he thinks, not getting the credit he thinks he should. Just on this Bulls team, and then um, just all time because like he went to Portland uh, after MJ retired the second time and led Wait, Portland. Hmm. So uh, what the uh, West Finals or, or the uh, the finals? Game seven of the West Finals. Game seven of the West Finals. So Twice I mean, like, not Jordan. He got yeah, close. yeah. I, I've got to think just in the grand scheme of things, Scotty thinks he should be getting more due. Yeah. and he's probably right. 
It must be tough to be a legitimate like lexicon, like top 100 ever player for sure. But the top very 50. right, right, absolutely. And the very yeah. first thing that someone thinks of when you bring up your name is someone else that you yeah. play with. Jarrett, so on a scale of one to ten, one being like the whatever happens in this episode is so mild that you don't even notice it, and ten being everybody's perception of Jordan completely changes. How bad do you think he's going to come off? I mean, this the, the this is the director talking, saying he's shocked. Do you, are you buying it? I I don't really think it could you on that scale. You could put it past like maybe a seven at the most, just because okay. I think a lot of people's opinions are pretty set, and yeah. there have been a lot of people who who oh, have said. Sure. Why do? Why is he worried about coming off like an asshole? We all already thought he was that. We're way <laughs> ahead of you there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe that's like the highest, but I would expect like maybe a four or five. Yeah. Okay. Jared, you're kind of a younger guy. I, I, um, do you have you been annoyed at all at the discourse with uh, around the last dance? Specifically, I'm thinking we were talking about this the other day, but like the Michael Wilbons, Mike Greenberg's, some of these guys have been. What what happened, Harrison? I can't tell what that is. Yeah, this is Kevin Durant replying to Matt Moore. Oh, hold on. Oh, wow. We have breaking news. <laughs> no disrespect, Jared. I got to check that. No, we got to Allie, maybe you can find that. Can we get Matt Moore? Can we Again? funnel him into the show really quickly? What just happened? Is he getting dunked on? Can uh... he tweet a graph or something? Uh, Matt Moore tweets, as with KD, whatever Giannis does is his decision, and it isn't a moral choice. It's a professional choice, which impacts his life, even if there are impacts on other people. I'll be disappointed like I was with KD if he bails, but not in him just if that happens. And Kevin Durant replies, sensitive ass. Wow. He was is he talking about himself? Because he was just KD, defending man, I can't you. Stand this dude. I just can't stand him, man. Like I I want to like him, but he's just so annoying. You're talking about Matt Moore? <laughs> Jesus, man. Let's get Matt on the show right now. <laughs> to, to live defend it. Um my goodness, man. KD just what a weird thing. Like, that wasn't even that harsh. Matt's no. entitled to his no, opinion. that was pretty nice. Yeah, like, Matt, put the velvet gloves on. This is ridiculous, man. This is absolutely... Are you? What do you think of KD, Jared? Um, I actually am one of the few my age that kind of grew up the same mentality that old people say is an old mindset. So I okay. root for the home team, and I grew up being a local fan and not a player's fan. Yeah, yeah. Around. Okay. So but you're anti-KD. That's, that's right. You're our guy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's cool to watch, but I want to. I want the Nuggets to win. I'm not gonna go watch yeah. every KD game and get a Brooklyn Nets jersey. But is he insufferable? Because <laughs> that's my problem with him. It's like I don't care. Yeah, to he's, got, he's got his him, moments but... where he's where he's pretty insufferable. Oh, he's just so so sensitive. I would, I would say yeah, I would say he's a sensitive ass. <laughs> Actually, exactly the phrase I would use. Right. Katie is standing in a corner in his own volition and upset with his view or lack thereof. And it's like, dude, walk yourself out of the corner. Like, this yeah. is your doing. Like, just uh, yeah. every day, man. Every dude, day. No saving that, dude. Um, no, but are you annoyed at all at like, some of the, the discourse around him? I, or maybe you're just oblivious to some of the things that, the, like, the Greenbergs and the, uh, the, the Will Bonds have been saying. Um, what do you mean, like the de constant like defense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is our moment to like remind you kids that you don't know what real basketball is. No, I don't think any of them gone too far with that with that angle of like you don't know anything type. Um, I think a lot of it's just been very. It's honestly, it it is educational for me, so I take it like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think for the the documentary yeah. for sure has been that way. Yeah. Um, There's some fact checking to be done though. You know. Of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like you like you said a couple days ago, Brendan. You 
it's on the viewer themselves to realize that this isn't like a perfect right. historical right. account. Yeah. It's not necessarily the documentary's job to do right. that. Right. Yeah. This is almost like an entertainment yeah. special as much as very entertaining. Else. There's no there's no almost about it. It's yeah, yeah, thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hedge by nature as a journalist. Uh, <laughs> right on. Uh any other questions? Any nuggets questions, Jared, before we Um this might be a little too like in the future, but it always seems like the Nuggets have too many bench guards or bigs. So if they were looking to turn that into actual bench wings, mm. like it seems like everyone wants, which is why it's partially a little more scarce, who would some of those guys be that are attainable, <coughs> maybe not too good to uh, force their hand to play more, but like bench wings that they could go for? Bench wings. So somebody off of the bench, you're thinking, because I guess Michael Porter is going to be starting. Yeah, well, because if you have that core of three or four guys, you're really only looking at rotating in and out bench pieces. Right. Man, that is a, it is a tough one. It is a tough one because I don't know that those guys are like they're the, the I don't know. I don't know if there's, if there's like a name that you're going for because right? usually if there's yeah, a I'm name, sure. they're, they're good they're enough gonna, to they're good right. enough to be a starter. So I, so think I, I like. Oh, I look ahead. at Robert Covington in Houston, and the Rockets could be look, looking totally different next season. D'Antoni oh, could be gone. Uh, who knows? They could have a coach in there like Jeff Van Gundy who wants to play an entirely different style. So they could look to offload some of their guys, and I think Covington might be a guy they look to offload. Do you and think I think Covington you could... takes a contract that puts him on the bench, though? Well, well he is already under contract. He's actually under a really like nice like $11, $12 million yeah. okay. contract for the next couple okay. of years. So I think Covington could honestly be a guy in Denver who starts um, with MPJ at kind of the 2-3, or you could bring him off the bench, and he'd be amazing. Another name Jamilo I think. Gallinari. Probably not attainable, but Bogdan Bogdanovich would be a dream. Yeah, be sweet, um, yeah. but you know that's that's close closer to a pipe dream. I, I wish Gallinari was just like two years older because I do feel like in two years Gallo might be primed for a return to Denver. I know I know he kind of wanted out. Uh, yeah, like Denver, 15, but twenty minute role. He's still yeah, a little too good though. Yeah, exactly. He's a little too he's good. Maybe two good, years yeah. from now, he's he is more of a bench guy. You know, 65, Man, 70 games. I was so ready. I fired up the Gallo back to Denver train, and then they <laughs> played an egg he, in Denver. Didn't and then he played in Denver. And it was like I was like, we can, he can never come back. <laughs> like he can, he can't come to dinner here. Like he's <laughs> uh, yeah. Justin Holiday is another guy who's been in a bench role for the last dude, couple you of years. Love this dude, you guys I do. And the love that I like this Holiday too. Justin he's Holiday. really good, and he's in this undervalued and nobody knows about him and he's a free agent and i bet he's gonna somebody's gonna get him on the absolute bargain we need to get as many players in the nba that have brothers who are also in the nba that could be denver's yeah, corner yeah, yeah. Uh, all right and jared thanks so much man let's go we gotta, we gotta cycle through so thank you so much um, Sorry, weekend, dude. let's bring on justice for the uh for this next justice, are, we saying this right? are we saying your name right yeah it's justice Okay, cool. How would you have guessed if, if you thought it was wrong? What would you? No, I I guessed then? justice originally, okay. but then in my head, I'm like, this isn't like a like a, a justice situation. Uh, like this something, yeah, the, something the, uh, interesting spelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could it, it could be Serbian or something. And you didn't even know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure I'm not disrespecting our guy. Yeah, shout to our Serbian. We haven't had any Serbians on the show. I'm very very curious. Uh, maybe one day we'll get one on the Friday show. No one wants to go on the steps at four in the morning. <laughs> Good point. Um, but I do want to play a game here um, that it, we always do this in the off season. It's like um, you know Max trade wave i guess we could make it like it, you know, yeah like max maybe invite to camp and then 
wave. <laughs> like, so it's just more like this guy is a long-term piece. This guy is a maybe. And then, you know, this guy is definitely not. And this is obviously for the Denver Nuggets. Justice, I'll let you answer first here. Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, Drew Holiday. Mm. Bradley Beal. Wow. What was it again? Max training camp cut or? Yeah, one of these guys. No, don't bring him anywhere near. One guy, it's like that's a big piece of the future. And the other guy is, I guess it doesn't make sense to invite to. If you invited, like, say, Bradley Beal to training camp and then cut him. Yeah, you know what? Didn't quite fit. Bull, you're um, on. Bradley, um, happy yeah, trails. I would, uh, I'd get rid of Drew Holiday. Okay. Um, first of all, and then God, I Drew would take uh, Bradley Beal. I think over Chris Paul. Okay, it's a tough over. question. Chris Paul is so wait, which one are you marrying? Yeah, 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 so you're married? Like, no, that's not no, right. I'll marry Chris uh, Paul. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> he's smart. Because you know he's got, a good insur- he's got good insurance policy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's, that I, I think I'm Chris Paul, <laughs> then Bradley Beal, then cutting Drew Holiday. I wonder how wow. much of this is because of just the fun factor. Like, Drew Holiday is really good. I just don't think he'd be as fun. That's a big big part yeah. of it for a lot of people i think i'm max and drew I, I holiday want, guys i'm max and drew I, holiday. Hear it. I want drew holiday really i want to hear this argument what is it drew holiday has way more length than bradley beal or chris paul he's the best defender by well chris paul is a very good defender i think drew holiday is a much more versatile, versatile. and more valuable defender in a playoff environment especially Definitely. uh bradley beal and drew holiday shot the same percentage from three each of the last two years yeah that's not accurate though I don't think. I know it's not fair to say, but come on. What does that mean, though? That is true. I think Drew Holiday will fit seamlessly in the Nuggets culture, too. Yeah, for sure. My thing well, with Drew yeah. Holiday is he, he and the Pelicans clowned the Blazers. Like, shut Dame Lillard down to the point where you, like, two years ago, forgot the all the same. Like, that was so impressive to me, the way he they just absolutely destroyed and dehumanized the Blazers and specifically Dame Lillard. Like, I want that in Denver. I need that for me. I also think if you're looking to, like, people, you know, when talking about these big trades, it's Jamal or Gary, and then, like, a follow-up question is often what happens to the defense. But, you know, Drew's Drew's Gary if you could switch Gary a little more, you know? I mean, it's – so from that sense, if – like, listening to Seth talk and then even Ryan last night, I really understood the argument for Drew, which is, like, if you're working with Murray at point of attack and Jokic as a rim protector, there are defensive deficiencies that you need versatile studs around them to really kind of mitigate. The, the other thing, like we never talk about it when you, you know, you put together rosters on paper, like Drew Holiday has never had teammates turn on him. Like he's a, a, a <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Chris Paul, Chris Paul is like a really dominant personality and he's like, a, he's like a dick, you know I mean? And sometimes that works if he's the alpha. We just right. did this with Jimmy Butler. We were like, I don't know. He's kind of a mean guy. And then it's like, well, it turns out actually everybody in Minnesota was just soft. Like sometimes having <laughs> that guy for a little period. I love that. <laughs> Another line that Harrison but, but said do, was that he- Do we find that out about the Nuggets? Well, hold on do a second. He, Harrison said he would fit seamlessly into the Nuggets culture. And I think that's true. But does the Nuggets culture need to change a little bit? Like, we've all enjoyed this, like, oh, everybody's a nice guy. Everybody, the locker room's good. Maybe they need a little – they need that guy that mixes and changes it just a little bit. Right. I kind of think they well, do. How did, how, did that work, how did that work out for the Timberwolves? Well, the Timberwolves, I don't – yeah, but except for I don't think the Nuggets have a, a, a Towns on their team, quite frankly. The and Timberwolves also yeah. were not yeah. at the level the Nuggets are yep. currently at. Yep. The Timberwolves taking on Jimmy Butler would have been like the 2016-17 Nuggets taking on Jimmy Butler. I don't oh, think that either that those situations would have ended well. Also, can I, can I chime in here? 
you know what happened when they got Jimmy Butler? They won more games than they had in a decade. That's and they beat the Nuggets in game And they made the playoffs. And they immediately went back when they lost them. Yeah, and and then and then they completely imploded, and now they're in in absolute disarray. Well, Jimmy may be a psychopath, but that Miami thing is. But you can't throw one jerk in the mix and then make everybody be hard. I, I don't know, man. Chris Not Paul everyone be- jerk though. Like I think Chris Paul is a tough. Oh, he's a jerk. No, no. I think I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think he's really hard on his teammates, and I think he can wear on you if you don't find that success. Like at a certain point. But look, it's isn't two that years. What we're, what we're just isn't that what, what we're saying makes. Yeah, but like first of all, he has jerk? two years on his deal, so you're only talking about two years. Like even the annoying guys, like a lot of times you can handle him for two years, and then it's like, okay, now I'm sick of this guy. So. And I don't you're past know. culture building. You're just, just trying as, to get that ring. And just as you, what you think is, is, is Chris Paul too much of a jerk? Um, I don't know honestly. I'm from Oklahoma City, and I know all my friends like really love him right now, just because like you know Paul George Westbrook left, and so everybody's like not supporting the Thunder. And then all of a sudden, Chris Paul comes in, starts carrying the team, and then everybody's like, "Oh my God, Chris Paul's a god!" And <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander, they're so good. And so I do think um, I don't think he's in. When he was in Houston, I thought he was too hard, but now like seeing him like since he's like the main alpha dog, like he's not sharing the spotlight with Harden. I feel like uh, he doesn't seem as like as a jerk as he was before. And that okay. might work on the next. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You don't I, have I agree too. I, I also think an important part is like, okay, let's do Murray Wiggins. Wiggins doesn't care about basketball. Murray does. Murray works very hard. Murray wants to be great. Jokic, I also think for all the jokes we make about his lovable demeanor is an undercover dog. And Jimmy Butler might care less uh, that Jokic isn't wringing his sweat drenched shirt on Instagram because he's actually winning games and hitting game winning shots and caring. And he also doesn't care if he's on the front page of the media guide. That's and that's the thing is like, it, and yeah. I think Kat does. And I think if CP3 came here and, and Jokic would be like, oh yeah, you do the media. You do, you do all this stuff and you take all the crap. I don't care. You can be the Jokic face is, of this. It's fine. I think yeah. Jokic has proved himself as well. Like first team, all NBA. Yeah. Right. He, right. he dominated the playoffs. Like Towns right. was, didn't have any of those accolades. Chris Paul also oh, once gave Jokic the most begrudging um, credit ever. I asked him. I was. I asked him in the locker room something <laughs> about it. And he's like, "Yeah, Coach Mo got him playing good, Jokic and whatnot." You've won me over. Let's max. I do think we're at a point though now where like I think the best players in the world know. Like I think you play oh, yeah. Jokic at this point and you're like, oh yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of the dudes. Draymond right. called him one of the dudes, right? Next next yeah. one. Oh man, this is tough. So long term, maybe one year and then you move on, and then the other guy you get rid of right now. Bull Bull, Monte Morris, PJ Dozier. Ooh. This one's tough. This is a real kill your children moment. Just to see him play once. I just want to see him play once. You got to. Yeah, you got to. Because I don't think Monte or PJ are like at a game-changing level enough to to keep over right. Bull. Right. But but are you – if you do the one year with Bull Bull, that means that you lose him after a year. Oh, you're right. You have to either, you have to what are the choices? Long-term, yeah. one yeah. year, or cut? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Long-term, yeah. one year. Okay. Long-term, one year, or, or cut. Zero years. So you only get to have a guy for a year, or they're just gone. Yep. That's the rules. Bull, Dozier, or and and Monte. Nobody said uh, it was easy. I'm still keeping <laughs> Bull Bull. 
Okay. Love it. Keeping Volpo. All right. Who do you stick with for one year? Doge or Monte? Um, I'll stick with Monte. He's been good to us. See you in hell, composure. See <laughs> What do you think on this one, Eric? Uh, it's tough, man. I mean, this is like all potential team, right? Where oh, yeah. We've seen, but the, the difference is we've actually seen PJ show us flashes of brilliance. Monte obviously. Brilliance feels is, strong. No, I don't. I, I think that. Uh, Competence <laughs> at the NBA level. I saw very goodness. Listen. I, I saw. I, I saw. I love that Eric is so high on PJ. <laughs> it's awesome. I love his. So I really high. do. I, really I am too, though. Like, I'll be honest. I kind of am. I love his body type. Like he's got intangibles that you obviously like. I yeah. love how how long he is. I, I love what a long boy he is. Yeah, he I is a long he boy. Really did show. I I, I love. The, I mean, all jokes aside, I really did love the composure he showed when he came in and he was yeah, able to run composure. the show. And, yeah. and he, I mean, that's that's the reason that that came about um this stuff Volvo doesn't matter so as much but his post game after his first sort of breakout game for the nuggets was just so impressive like so many of these guys their first few interviews with the media they're like so uncomfortable but dozier was so confident he was so looking calm. forward to that I, yeah. I, I was just like oh wow this guy is kind of like a 10-year vet with the, with well the he's a three-year yeah. vet yeah he has been in the league for he, a while. he likes the microphone he likes the mics around i think yeah. bull is by so far the highest that. upside in this group but Absolutely. He's also the highest risk. Like I think Justice oh. has it right, man. I think Justice has it right. PJ needs time to develop, but the ceiling is nowhere near Bulls. Yeah, Monte's see, I, I would. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I'd keep Monte for a year, and then just you know the next year resign Dozier again on the cheap. Yeah, after the Celtics <laughs> cut him, just go ahead. And, yeah. After he gets cut again, <laughs> not this pretty really game. All right, Justice, thanks so much, man, for for popping um, on. Did you have something? I just, yeah. Uh, uh, we need to stop disrespecting Jamal Murray. I watched, I rewatched yeah. the playoffs, and that game two is still insane. Like one of the most fun games ever. The step back to the right at the very end, and then he comes down and Scott Hastings. He's like, "You gotta be careful. You can't shoot it." And then he just pulls up for three. And then <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, I just remember last year it was literally just Jamal Murray and Jokic, and everybody else was like, "We're all yep. like, where's everybody Too else?" But then this year, we're like all on Jamal Murray. Important PSA, wind is actually higher on Jamal than the rest of it. He sometimes gets lumped into this with us. But (laughs) I am too. The other thing is I would just I would only defend myself by saying I don't think it's disrespect. It's my honest opinion. I think Jamal's really good. It's definitely good. It's not our job to 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 like hype these guys beyond what they've proven. And he's proven at times to be an all star. But maybe we're wrong. I I, dude, I hope the the most lit timeline is Jamal and Gary stay and the nuggets get it done. Yeah, yeah I, I held on to Moutier for too long. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's definitely not Moutier. All right, Justice, thanks so much. Allie, actually, um, so next let's go to uh, Buckets since 88 because I see you, Peter, in the waiting room. You could, There you go. We, I see you, Peter, in the waiting room, but uh, you haven't played the steps yet, so I'm going to bring you on for the final segment, if that's cool with you. Um, we'll do the steps. So, Bucket, what's happening? What's up, guys? What's up, man? I like the old school rainbow skyline. Um, Love it. Oh, yeah. So we're playing this. Um, you you get the rule. You get the idea. Long term, one year, then you're then completely out of here. And I got coaching edition. Uh-oh. Michael Malone, Mike D'Antoni, and then Chris Finch. This last one was weird because I think Chris Finch just represents the mystery box. You know, yeah, you love guy. potential op- Yeah, potential. it could be just put any like filler potential good name but unproven young coach. So so long term, one year, and cut. and then just not in the equation at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with what we got long-term alone, one-year DeAntoni, see if you can upcharge the offense, and then 
Now, we've seen Chris Finch here before. He was good, but he's unproven as head coach. Yeah, I like it. Good answers. Is this? Do you think this has more to do with your sort of um, your personality? Like, are you a person that doesn't like risk? You know, unnecessary risk. Risk averse. Yeah, risk averse person. Definitely my personality. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Because I do think questions like this say less about how you feel about the Nuggets and more about how you just feel about gambling in general. If you're just like. (laughs) Hail Mary yeah. time, guys. Let's do and it. This segment is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings. <laughs> well, wasn't it really criticized at the time when the Warriors fired Mark Jackson? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Of course. And then, yes. but then stories started to come out. There was some stories that it was like, it was almost like uh, Lakeup and, and company started to, hey, well, just so you guys know, he really did some it bad was things. The worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's also easier. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. also easier for those stories to come out when you hire Steve freaking Kerr to yeah. hire a great yeah. coach. But we've been we, we've thinking been, about the Warriors and the Knicks. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. We, but we also were talking about Jerry Krause and firing Collins after an incredibly successful season. So I guess maybe sometimes that happens. Um, let me see. Vote, I haven't heard from you for a bit. So Malone, D'Antoni, Finch, do you have a take here? Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, I've got to take Malone for one more year. Yeah, and then we're at the end of the row. Give me D'Antoni, change things up a little bit. Maybe see if you get in the real elite offense around Yoke. Um, Chris Finch, again, like if we're talking head coach, I think it's a big in college football. You see guys are like perfect coordinators. They become the head coach, and it's not the gig for them. Oh, a hundred percent. Do yeah. we know what Chris Daniel, Finch is like as a motivator Daniel. or a manager of egos, or you know what I'm saying? Like he may be an offensive genius, but do players want to play for him? And I almost yeah, think that totally stuff matters as much, if not more. So. Done. <laughs> um, I'm sticking with Malone, and I'm probably going Finch for a year, and I'm just kicking the can on D'Antoni. Wow, that's, exact, that's exactly how. D'Antoni's pretty old. He's just—I just don't know that he's like going to be a ageist. Yeah, I'm a bit of an ageist yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know how long Corona will be around. Um, <laughs> last one is a movie one, so we're going off a little bit, and this one is more of a a rent buy ignore. Ocean's Eleven. Lock stock and two smoking barrels, isn't it? Two smoking barrels. Yeah. How many yes. smoking barrels are there? Two. And what? Italian job. Italian job. These are all heist, like you know, heist movies. Thanks. So. Uh, <laughs> well, first off, have, have you I'll, seen, you seen these all? And if not, just make it up. Pretend like you have. So I own lock stock and two smoking barrels. Okay, uh, yeah, so I have, yeah, I have to keep that one. Um, Great movie. Probably. Oh man, they're both so good. But if I had to pick, I'd pick a talent job just slightly over Ocean's Eleven. Wow, Ooh. this is very controversial to me. I I'm probably taking, would have booted you out of this chat. If I'm taking <laughs> Ocean's Eleven long term. I am too. Boot, boot, booting Italian job. Yeah, I'm booting. Those are all good plus movies, though. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah, they're think, all actually really good. I think you have to yeah. look at uh, which which of these spawned a franchise, right? <laughs> that doesn't mean Ocean's anything. Eleven spawned a franchise. Ocean's Eleven is so good, though, man. I think it's a super yeah. fun movie. That's also, my mean, was good, my man. broken brain just thinks of the Mark Wahlberg Italian job. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're old school. And then they, yeah, it's a it's a car chase with like in Fiat. Mini Coopers, bro. Oh, Mini Coopers, that's right, that's right. That's Can right. I give a take? I'm not a huge Mark Wahlberg guy. Yeah, that's a good no. take. 
Okay. I Mark Wahlberg's not a good actor. He's just way past his prime. Way past. He's way past his prime. Wow. Just wait Thanks. until he makes a movie about how Boston handled the coronavirus. Oh, I can't wait. Oh Heroes. my god. Oh god. <laughs> any any questions, Bucket? Any nuggets? Questions before we we, we, gotta, we gotta move on, on to the stuff. I wanted to weigh in on the Monte versus PJ real quick. Oh yeah. I love Monte Morris, and I think we all can agree he's a better player right now than Dozier. But I just cannot get out of my mind how Monte played in the playoffs. Mm. And I think there's a lot to, you know, what Draymond said about how there's He's 82 game players, game yeah. players. And what your weaknesses really get amplified in the playoffs. And, you know, as great as Steph Curry is in the finals, they would just always pick on him. That's the That was the offense. Let's run a pick and roll until we get Curry in there. And I just don't know if Monte can, you know, be – productive player in the playoffs i think there's a better path for pj to get there yeah i don't even know if steph is the best comp there because steph was a starter in the main piece but i do remember that the warriors early on like 2015 livingston would murder every undersized point guard and it was just kind of like well this second unit's not great but livingston just keeps posting up you know whoever it is they throw at him uh so I do think there is something to that where a team if if you run into the wrong team that has the perfect guy to be like nope monte's canceled then you're like ugh Right. So. Yeah. Uh, Monte's like just such a great regular season option, though, too. So great. Like, Which almost he can matters just, more. Yeah. He can just eat up minutes during the regular season, 25, 30, one night. Um, we haven't seen PJ do that. And specifically know. out of the backup point guard position, there is an actual debate wh- which one's more valuable. I mean, like, the playoffs matter more, but as Harrison keeps pointing out, we're talking nine minutes a game right now. I do kind of feel like PJ Dozier is just going to be one of those guys that gets better every year for the next ten years. <laughs> like he just, he just seems to me like he has a lot of, a lot of pieces there. The shot's not there, but all the other stuff is he can he can really be yeah. great. PJ is fascinating, ask, fascinating. Can I ask yeah. one more uh, question about the Jordan doc. Sure. So you guys remember when uh, Jordan jokes that you know, he hopes Chuck Daly doesn't play more than ten minutes? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wondered, like. It seems like all these foreign-born NBA players got a pressure from their country to play in the Olympics, and they, they take a lot of pride in it. It doesn't really seem the, the same way about American fans caring about international basketball like that. I was wondering if that bothers you guys. Like, you know, look at a guy like Melo. He's actually gone to the Olympics four times. Like, do you, do you think that, that makes him look better, or do you think that's ingenuine because he's doing that to make up for no rings? I, I think it makes Melo look better. But to your point, Peter, I, I agree. I mean, I just think it's there's not really stakes for the United States in this, in so far other than the fear of embarrassment, right? Like we know the best players in the United States of America are the best players in the world. That's changing rapidly every day. But when we're talking about concentrations and collections of talent, that isn't really up for debate. So I think until the field catches up more and this and it really all gets more competitive. There's just not enough in it for, for United States basketball fans. And I think these guys took a lot of pride. Jordan played in um, 88 or 84. I, maybe it was, oh, yeah, it was 84. 84. And, yeah, and it was like he he took pride in that one. Um, but And so I think for a lot of these guys, it's like, well, we're so much – we're clearly so much better. What, are, what is there really to go out there and prove or whatever? And I know that has changed a little bit, but also the FIBA format, the shortened game, some of the rules, like – it tries to level the playing field. I think American athletes take a lot of pride in winning, you know, figure skating or gymnastics or whatever this, where there really is like the, the level of doubt. But at the NBA, it's like, all right, we're going to go there. And if we lose, it's terrible. And if we win, nobody cares. And do, do you think that yeah. also like what we're like in the times that we're in, uh, we're talking about like uh, 
playing for a flag that you won't even necessarily put your your hand over your heart for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about like, um, particularly in the NBA, um, there, there's you know the, the luster of fighting for country has 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 been lost a little bit, and you know that I don't know where we go from there, but I do think that there's a little bit of that. In that's the, an interesting in point there. That's an interesting. I don't know if it's that, if that's it though, because I do think that there is like it's almost this different type of national pride that these guys do take because they've talked like even the LeBrons and the Kobe's have talked about it. it it's like you take pride, especially in the sport and America's the best sports or whatever. So it's, it's almost separate from like, but I'm oh, saying like American the, politics. The, right, thing, right, but right. Things, have, things have changed over the last yeah, 10, maybe. 15 years. Like I, I do think that there's a little bit more in, in that. In that the, I think the truth is actually that there's some huge marketing opportunities usually in the Olympics. <laughs> and that's the number one driving force for a lot right. of guys before right. every other thing. So uh, anyway, thanks bucket. Um, let's, uh, Ali, we could hop out there before we bring on our final guest. Though, let's um, Harrison, why don't you take us to our final uh, ad read here for the steps? Yeah, well, make it sexy. <laughs> been telling you guys to bet on the dinos. I mean, I've been doing what I can to help you guys win you some money. Four and O. Oh, you know what? Four the dinos. Two W's. Is that true? Swole no, Daddy is right here. One Swole W. Daddy is incredible. Wait, yeah. are you guys are you guys all swole daddies? Are you all on the dinos train? Swole baby. I wish I was, man. I wish I was. But they swole beat down the LG twins the other night. So I think they're playing tonight. I feel like the KBO, uh, it's got a schedule that's pretty much like the MLB. So a lot of baseball to bet on. We got UFC this weekend, uh, which we can bet on as well. And I will. <laughs> and yeah, what you guys got to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. $1,000 sign-up bonus. Nice. We also have Make specific sure. bets, which is awesome. That's the coolest thing. In the net, once yeah. we're, When the season returns for the Nuggets, we're going to get to create our own DNVR bets, which is going to be sweet. Members, yeah. throw us some of your favorites. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. yeah, guys, remember, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Boom. Hey, I'm going to get earnest for a second. Last episode, we laughed our way through the gambling problem part, but it's a real thing. And if you're feeling it, if you're feeling pressure, make that call. Like, we make a lot of jokes about gambling, and it's legal now, but it's a real thing some people are dealing with, so don't take that lightly. And we don't take it lightly. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Also, guys, Strava Craft Coffee, you can get 20% off when you use the code DNVR20. Make sure to do that online. I can't wait till cafes open up again and we can start drinking some Strava Craft coffee at our favorite cafes again. That's going to be a glorious day. Glorious day. But I remember purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. All right, Allie, let's bring on our final guest. It's a new one. Peter F. Peter F. And the F is for? Yo, what's Uh, up? My last name. Uh, (laughs) You're supposed to say phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Not how phenomenal spell. No, don't guys. tell Lewin that. What's up, brother? First off, guys, I love the show. Keep up the content you guys are doing. Um, it's it's yeah. between you guys and the Broncos guys. I had to subscribe. So we're way better than the Broncos guys, though. Yeah, you know, right. Okay, come on. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, we don't wear sunglasses indoors. Right? <laughs> so. I actually love the sunglasses. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> phenomenal one. So I take it then that you are familiar with the steps. 
Yeah, familiar. Um, not gonna lie, I'm probably not gonna get as far as some other people, Don't and that's okay. <laughs> Peter, I know where yeah, I stand, but I'm I'm gonna give it a good shot here. Can I, can I Peter tell you? Phenomenal something? does not have a helper to, today. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say that means that Eric can help him today. Oh, All good, right. good. Yeah. me and you, Peter F. Do it, Eric. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, today's episode they're all hard this one's really hard oh great the perfect the i'm out i picked the ones already so now it's <laughs> hard ones it's like all all level 13 questions um all right without further ado let's hop on question numero uno what is michael malone's father's first name it's the same thing as brendan Oh. Brendan. <laughs> oh, that is correct. Okay. Still waiting for Malone to notice that, by the way. That's going to be my answer. Are you Irish? From, from the Northeast? Oh, okay. Question number two. Which former Nuggets player had the nickname the Bosnian Beast? I preferred the Bosnian Bear. Was yeah, he did Bosnian Bear. Eric knows this one again, yeah. by the way. Just so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know this? Do you know this answer? No, not off the top of my head, no. Do you, um, if I said this guy's a total jerk and uh, I hope he has a nice summer, would that. Uh... <laughs> Eric, you can just tell him just the answer. Yeah, yeah, you I, can just try. I was about to say. It's, it's, it's Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, Yusuf Nurkic? Okay. That's, that is correct. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Which Nuggets player is from the same country as Luka Doncic? Let's see, same country. Okay. It's, it's Slovenia. I was going to say Slovenia. Eric, you could just help out, man. Well, and then you're, you're trying to block him. Chanchar? Hey, correct. Yeah, because I was about to say. <laughs> there we go. Number four. Which member of the Denver Nuggets has an NCAA championship? This is a tough one. Oh, is it? Do you know? Yeah, look at look at. So, doesn't so, know over here. I don't know. Yeah, I, Hang on. So you have to you, you got to think, Peter. Phenomenal. Who are the Nuggets players that went to schools that have a chance to win the NCAA tournament every year? I so love Does, Eric's that. Helping. I mean, I was going to say Gary Harris because he went to Michigan State. Yeah, but no, that's but, not going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So he has brothers that are in the NBA. They all have oddly. Oh, Mason Plumley. Yeah. yeah, that is correct. That's a dookie, baby. That yeah. is correct. Number five. This one's for a sticker pack. Which team drafted Mason Plumley? I wonder if Eric knows this one. I do know this one. Dude, Eric's money on fire. Gu- He's got money guns. Out. He says, easy questions. Amanya, easy Amanya's questions. been talking shit for weeks. Yeah. We need to get him on here. I know. What's going on, Amanya? What the heck, dude? It's Brooklyn, isn't it? It's okay. I'll take it. Brooklyn is correct. Eric, yeah. good job. Where's, where's my sticker pack come? Yeah, oh. I was about to say, I'll, I'll, I'll mail it to you. You can mail it to me and I'll mail it back. <laughs> So, if you want the sticker pack? Do you want to keep it? Do you want to risk it all to let's see if Peter. Eric knows five more? Let's go, Peter. All right, let's do it, Eric. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love it. Uh, go big or go home, right? Let's go. Oh, you might one. just be going home, but this is uh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We're already we're already home. What's the yeah. difference? This is the start of the tough one. Uh, rounding to the nearest hole number. Oh, shit. In the 2019 uh, second round series between the Nuggets and Blazers went into four overtimes for a total of 68 minutes. 
How many minutes did Nikola Jokic play? I think he played one hour. I think he played 60 minutes. I think it came Of the 68? Yeah. That's, that's, that sounds really accurate. Um, let's say... Yeah, we'll go 60. <laughs> oh, no! The losers are out of here! The Don't bring Eric back. Out of here. Do we have any comments? Anybody in the comments know the the right answer? No, it doesn't know this one. It is Nemanja at sixty five. Fifty five. Sixty five. Sixty five of of sixty eight. He sat for which, three minutes. Uh, which again, way, like it's insane. And I just remember, I think he was either a, a a plus one or something or a zero. I can't remember what it was. So he sat for three minutes. Nuggets got murdered. And, and then uh, and he came back the next night and almost back. dropped a triple He double. played the entire, uh, I think from his regular rest at the end of the first quarter, I think he played the rest of the game. Eric, first time being booted from the steps. Well, I get booted for various reasons in almost yeah. every show. But yeah, it, that one felt, because it was merit-based, a little more rough. That one hurt yeah. that one a little bit more. Well, you blew it, so. I did. Yeah, that one's undeniable. <laughs> See, some people had it in the comments, so I know it wasn't. It couldn't have been that bad. There were a handful of people that had the answer, so. Peter, hit me up. I'll send you a shirt. Like, I, a guy had sticker packs for days. Allie, do you want to hop on to sign off? Not today? No? She says no. All right. <laughs> Allie did a great job producing. Thanks, Allie. All week. Uh, makes it so much easier on all of us, and it does a fantastic job. She produces, like, all the stuff we do at DNVR that's cool. So um, big shouts to her. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and hanging with us. I thought this was a very fun week of talking actual basketball. We'll be back on Monday. My buddy Patrick, MJ Mondays. And then next week, a full slate of guests. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. We'll see you all next time. Celebrate Bye. my birthday this week. Sorry, Peter. Peter, I'm sorry. Fun show today, guys. Before we get out of here, though, got to remind you that Green Mountain Dental is still hooking it up for DNVR members. You guys can get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's all you got to do. Go in, get a regular cleaning, get an x-ray, an exam, and a cleaning, and you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. It will change your life. It makes brushing so much easier. Green Mountain Dental Group, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 